Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What did we used to say? Yay! Yay! <laughs> do, 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 yay! yay. everybody, welcome back to Gilmore More to Say with Tara and Haley. I'm Tara, this is Haley. Hi Haley. Hi Tara. It's the last day of February. I know. How crazy. This month flew. I think also because we did our Galentine event, it just like those first couple weeks just felt like every day we were trying to like yeah. get something done and then out of nowhere it was just like, oh, hello, yeah. it's March. You know, when I was like doing a lot of like scheduling for us, mm. I kept forgetting that this month only had 28 days. So um, I thought that Friday was the first, but Friday is the third. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of my scheduling for us got messed up until I was like, wait, this month has 28 days and it ends today. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. You just got back from Disney World. I did. Um at the point of recording this, I have not been. Yeah. But I did just get back. I hope you had fun. I hope I had fun too. My mom runs um the Princess Half Marathon every year with mm. my um sister in law, my brother's fiance. Mm-hmm. Um, hi Mandy. She's a big supporter of the pod. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I hope that that went really well. I um I'm sure it did. Yeah. I've probably sat by the pool a lot because mm-hmm. I would never run a half marathon. There's no hate against anyone who does. It's just no. like my mom's every time she's like, It's a party. I'm like at no point have I ever gone to a party like that. Uh, no, That's I'm not rude. a runner. I, there are so many times when I want to be, but I just have never been able to get into it. So I, like, I, I can do short can. distance. Like I can do like a nice 5K, but like mm. not a half marathon, man. I know. That's I've long. been seeing so many people really on amazing. socials training for marathons and half marathons, oh, yeah. and I applaud them because yeah. I could not. Well, because she does the one where you run a 5K one day, you run a 10K the next day, and the next day you run a half marathon. And oh, dang. I know. I hope her little feetsies are okay. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that doesn't seem like a good time to me. Mm. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> like, I I'm totally really impressed that. by people who do that. Like, I love when people say that they're, like, training, like, running while mm-hmm. listening to our podcast. Like, hi, I if you're know. running. Hi. Hope you're doing great. I hope, hope that your you're pace doing is well. good. You're doing a really good job. Great job. Great form. <laughs> So we left last week's episode kind of on a cliffhanger because we were talking about female friendship. And one of the questions I posed to you was like, in this shift in female friendships within the Gilmore universe with the Gilmore girls. Yeah, the Gilmore cinematic universe. (laughs) Yeah. Lorelai and Suki, Rory and Paris, Rory and Lane. Like, where do you think having the friendship that we kind of decided in last week's episode was so deeply rooted in seasons one through three could have changed some of the points in the storyline, like big monumental moments in yeah. Lorelai and Rory's lives. Like had they turned to those women instead of usually men, usually men. Exactly. Um, I don't know if there's anything wrong with turning to your partner or no. like someone like that, but it's like, sometimes it's like, you're not going to seek out the person who's going to be like, Hey, bad decision. And that's what we were kind of talking about at the end of last week's episode was, you know, specifically in Lane and Rory, when she yeah. runs to Lane about Dean because Lorelai doesn't understand when they yeah. sleep together at the end of season four, at the beginning of five, she goes to Lane because she knows Lane's not going to like lay into her about it. Yeah. I kind of wish she did though. Yeah. 
Oh, I just, what do you think that Lane would have said? Because like, of course, like Lane is, Lane is never, you know, she doesn't have sex until she goes on her honeymoon. And I don't think that you like need to have to like, be like, Hey, no, you slept with a married man. I think that there's a way to go about that as a friend and be like, wow, like what an experience, mm-hmm. what a time. Um, but now let's think about this. Let's, um, let's pull back a little bit Mm -hmm. and, uh, think about the reality of it. Do you think had she been married at that point to Zach or had she Mm. been in like a deeply rooted relationship that she she could have? Yeah, she had Dave, but like, yeah, that was over her relationship with Zach hadn't developed yet. So it's like, do you think that had she had more of a steady partner, she could have looked to Rory and been like, what are you doing? Or do you really just think that that's in Lane's nature? She's not going to like... I think that something about Lane, it's not it's not necessarily like had she been in a relationship or not. I think that she knew who she was to Rory. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's mm. like her and Lorelai are fighting and mm-hmm. that's why she's there. And mm-hmm. like that's kind of like the bad thing about I mean, it's like it's the nature of the TV show is like that's how Lane shows up regardless because it's like the stereotype best friend who's not a main character Mm -hmm. it's like when they're fighting that's when she has to end up with lane so like we all see that as like a shortcoming of rory's that she's kind of using lane when Mm -hmm. it's really like just like has to be a plot device in that direction Mm -hmm. so like i think sometimes lane is like i want to support my friend rory who's like on the outs with her mom who Mm -hmm. i know her relationship like she kind of almost feels like she needs to fill in that gap of like what rory wants in that moment which is someone to like have this sort of sympathy maybe be like gentle with her in light of the event of what occurred of like having sex for the first time and like the delicacy with which sometimes your mental state can be in after that so like there's like I go back and forth on it but like at the end of the day like even if it wasn't in that first instance I kind of wish that there would have been like a or at least maybe when she got back together with Dean yeah of like a what are you doing? Yeah, but it sounded to me, I don't know if you feel the same way, it sounded to me in that instance that Lane was like, oh my God, you know, Dean is still in love with you. He still cares about you. And they were like fresh off this conversation at the end of season four before Rory made this decision to sleep with Dean when Jess came back and Rory turns to Lane to tell her about what had happened with Jess that, you know, Rory is kind of like, you know, with Dean, I always felt safe. And with Dean, he really cared about me. And now Lean is hearing from her, like, Dean does care about me. He does want me to be safe. He wants to be with me. So I understand why when they did actually get together, that was probably more comforting for Lane. Because she was like, yeah, this is what I'm used to. This is familiar for you and me and everybody. (laughs) But we're forgetting about the elephant in the room. And I just kind of wish that... the ring in the room. Yeah, (laughs) genuinely. But I don't know who Rory would have turned to besides lane because with paris i i genuinely think she might have gotten more of the same that she got from lane it actually would have been you don't think paris would have been like oh so you slept with a married man um you know now that i think about it she might have said that because while paris's moral compass was off because she was the one in the relationship she was basically the dean asher wasn't married um asher wasn't married but she she like her and asher like they became a couple you know like it's much I don't know if she was like yeah like be the cheater and then end up with him Um, that's the way of it but like I do think that like there's something in Paris to not be not like not be self-aware but like not have that like um I don't know sort of like like you said like moral compass is the wrong word but like not really value that Mm. is problematic in herself potentially but see it in Rory and be like Maybe almost, like, be neutral about it, but, Mm -hmm. like, in being neutral about it, it comes off really aggressive. Like, oh, so you slept with 
him when he was married. And she's yeah. like, well, like yeah. I'm wondering if this conversation, whether Paris was like blunt like that or was like, hey, you know what? I did it. That like Rory slowly comes to the realization like this. She's was like, wrong. oh, my God, oh my you God, did do that. Wrong. That was bad. Yeah. Because Rory hated that. Mm-hmm. She did. She so, like, hated seeing what was going on with Jamie. Yeah. And having to like confront him and knowing exactly what was happening behind closed doors. So I wonder had it come out that way, if it would have been more impactful, because we've talked about how Rory's consequences feel limited in her understanding that what she did was wrong. Yeah. But yeah, in that specific instance, I, I wonder what would have changed had their friendship had a bit more of a different dynamic. And in that same way, I I wonder about Rory stealing the boat. Mm. I think that she still would have done it. Yeah. Yeah, there's just something so deep. I don't know why I'm like smiling. Like you're Rory so giddy over this. Rory steals like a boat. Just, Rory gets arrested. Just, and she breaks her arm. <laughs> there's just something about with like because like in in the early season she only reconnects with Paris like once Asher has died. Like that's mm-hmm. like their first conversation. So it's not. It can't be like well, I slept with Dean. Um, so it's mm-hmm. like I do feel like that they would have had that conversation to some degree, but. In the end, like, it was, like, the Mitchum thing. Like, for her to then go to, like, Paris or Lane feels wrong. Like, it feels like in that moment it's so Rory Gilmore of her to, like, just need her boyfriend then. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And then just, like, be like, you know what? I'm reckless, too. Mm. I can do whatever I want. Like, I'm not going to be a journalist, but I'm going to be a boat napper. Like, Mm. so, like, I don't know. I I don't think there's anything in her that, like would have gone to her friend because I think there's some things that we can consider that like definitely like the friend might have changed it I don't know if I would have wanted it to change necessarily um in the instance of Rory maybe being a little bit more like there's a little bit more recognition to the dissolution of a marriage which we totally blame Dean for as well Mm -hmm. this is just in the focus of Rory's actions grappling with it um I just don't think the boat would have changed. Interesting. I think she was always going to steal that boat with that man. Well, because I think that her going to Paris instead of immediately going to the party, I mean, she may have. If if Paris was like a stepping stone, let's say, in between her leaving the conversation with Mitchum, going to the party, she sees yeah. Paris. I feel like Paris would have fueled the fire because she would have been like, what is he talking about? What are you talking, what is he talking about? Oh, do you think she would have agreed with Mitchum or do you think she would have been like, what the fuck does he know calling you an assistant? Or, like, would she have been, like... I think she might have been, like, God, I wonder what he thinks about me. Huh? That's like, what I was about I, to like, say. That would just be her. She wouldn't offer advice. She's just be, yeah. She would just be, like, God, man, at least it was you and not me. Like, it's, like, when her piece is published in the Yale Daily News and um, Rory's isn't, she's looking furiously through the paper and she's, yeah. like, mine was. <sighs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like, I feel like that would be Paris's response, but maybe she would, you know get to would she the steal same two boats after that then place. I don't know I don't know so then on the topic of Lorelai do we feel like like the first thing that comes to mind of course is end of season six and partings do we think that if Lorelai had gone back to Suki's instead of going to Christopher's because she starts there at Suki's like yeah. she goes to Suki's to avoid Luke um because she had to walk right by Suki's house to get to wherever she was walking through the square mm-hmm. you know do, do you think it would have eventually it led to her going to Chris. I mean, it would have changed everything if she had just gone to Suki's instead of going to Chris's. I think given the change of their relationship, 
like it went from like early seasons to where her and Suki at were in season six. I'm not saying that Luki, Luki, Suki didn't care about Lorelai. That's their name, Luki. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but I think that there's like this sense of like even at the beginning of partings, we're like trying to get out the door because they have Davy and Martha, mm. um, and that like trying to get out in that moment that like Lorelai returning to that sort of like kid chaos I don't think she like if she had opened up to Suki I think it would have been like a long talk that like I honestly think that even talking to Suki about it she probably like I mean you're probably this way where you talk through something and then you leave you're still like that Mm -hmm, at that mm -hmm. high level and like you kind of just like need to burn off that energy whether it's talking to someone else or like doing something reckless like driving to the father of your child's house and having sex with him so it's like I feel like I don't know that talking to Suki would have brought her to a place that Mm. Lane could have brought Rory to after the fact Mm. because it's like do you know what I mean like I don't know that Suki could have brought her down yeah yeah, no, I do agree with that because I I have had so many instances in my life where like I go and I talk it out and of course I feel better in the moment, but as soon as I'm alone, you're just kind of like you want to send a reckless still there. text. It's still yeah. like yeah, it's still simmering for yeah. sure. But like with that, I feel like at the end of the day, like all of the way that those things played out for the most part, I liked it. Yeah, of like, course. Oh, of even, course. Like even though like there are moments where like we could have like had like a stronger like girlfriend female friend Mm. presence like to play that role that like our friends do in our lives yeah that like it's almost like I I feel like it was good I feel like I liked what happened um it's less like I feel like though in that that there are characters like Lane who like it wasn't so much about how she serviced Rory's story that I was disappointed in in some ways but like she was a good friend to Rory it's more of like how her friendships manifested and how her storyline went over that like the relationships that she could have had that could have changed the storyline mm. and like the same way there there are p- other people that like the Gilmore girls could have been friends with that would have changed the storyline mm-hmm. because I think those three main ones for the most part I'm like happy with how that happened yeah it's more of like it's less about how the Gilmore girls were impacted by their relationships and how those people could have had a stronger storyline throughout with other people Mm. if that makes sense yeah definitely I think there are so many that we could explore but I'm curious what some of the first ones that come to mind for you are well this first one I will not even take credit for it Mm -hmm. because when we were like plepping when we were plepping for this episode when we were planning and prepping is what I was trying to (laughs) say for the plepping for this episode you said Sophie and Lane Mm. and I like I like in us talking about this, I like latched onto that so hard because I was like, yes, because we just watched Help Wanted, which went up um, two weeks ago on Patreon. And that's when Sophie and Lane, sorry, oh my God, for, <laughs> stuttered. My brain faltered there for a second when they meet. And then it reminds me of in To Live and Let Diorama when Zach and Lane come to the music shop with the record and they're like, you're Sophie Bloom. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I want to learn anything from you. I think like woman to woman, like you could teach me so much. And Sophie's like, well, if I'm not out of town and my boyfriend's busy and the laundry's done and I'm not sick, I could give you a few minutes. And that's the last that we hear of that Yeah. because I feel like that could have, that would have changed Lane so much. Mm -hmm. And like, that's like the biggest storyline that everyone hates because like they just let that girl fall off because, and I think that we're, 
we're really aware of that right now because we just watched Help Wanted where she discovered she wanted to be a drummer, mm. um, heavy metal drummer. It's her cosmic to-do list to be a drummer. Yeah. Um, and like Sue, I keep getting all of my names mixed up right now. Sophie um, being the one to like guide her to that and yeah. that like mentorship. I don't think it ever would have been a maternal figure. No, but it's just like it was such an opportunity for mentorship there that I can't believe they didn't like yeah. really explore it. And that could have had more to do with like with Carol King. Carol King's yeah. schedule because she's a damn goddess. But like yeah. you know she does come back once more in season six, um in He's Slipping a Bread Dig. Mm. Um when Zach and Lane are at odds and Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's that, but for sure. But yeah, it's one of those things that like I think was such a giant opportunity for them to like yeah give lane like we were talking about in the last episode more friends outside of the gilmore girls to you know like suss out her to give her the storyline she deserved yeah but like to suss out her relationship with music to suss out her relationship yes of course with zach because like like, her relationship with music becomes her relationship with zach like yeah it, it becomes so intertwined which like I felt like with Dave it was kind of the case but she was still had so much ambition beyond Dave being the one to like be there for her because I feel like he encouraged her so much whereas Zach not so much but Zach was the one who was like talk to her like do this of course oh yeah Yeah. I'm not here to say that Zach didn't like encourage her yeah but it it becomes too inter intermingled and it's like the thing that like the article that I quote all the time is when Amy was like, you guys focus too much on the boyfriends like the audience did. Mm. Um, but it's like, well, then why didn't Lane get this whole storyline with Sophie, this mentorship where she could have learned about music writing and composing. But I think I think we kind of get that, I guess, like replaced a little bit with Mrs. Kim to a certain degree mm-hmm. because she's the one who plans their tour for all of the, mm-hmm. the churches. Um, and then she's the one who won't let Zach propose until he writes a hit song a hit and they song. write that song together. Oh love. my God. I love um, it. Yeah. So like there's a little bit of a replacement there, but I think that that could have changed Lane so much because yeah. of course I bet Sophie Bloom knew someone in California who of course was working with Dave Rogowski. They would have reunited and had a second chance romance and she would have ended up with Dave and ended up as a drummer in a beautiful band. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I just like there was so much choice for that and I do understand Carol King's like availability was like the of biggest course, part but like there's always dialogue there mm-hmm. were ways to work around it well I'm just on saying that note I think that like we were talking about in the last episode I think that Lane could have had other friendships outside of her friendship with Rory once that friendship kind of like didn't peel off they were always friends but like yeah. Lane's storyline peeled off in the way that she like had her own life and she had the band and like this like budding relationship with Sophie Bloom that didn't really go anywhere and then obviously the relationship bloom. with yes with her mom but like what would have been really interesting is if like Lane and Shane were friends or <gasps> Lane and because it Lindsay rhymes. were friends. <laughs> Wait, okay, so this is what I was going to ask you about. Do you think that the story would have been more interesting if Rory was friends with Lindsay mm-hmm. or if Lane was friends with Lindsay? I think that it would have been more interesting. Well, we would have gotten what we just said we wish we had gotten from Lane if Lane and Lindsay were friends. Oh, Mm, do you think so? Because like Rory's her ride or die. Rory's her gal. That's that's Rory Rory. Yeah, but, but like, it would have been a really interesting place to put Lane in because like 
let's say that Lindsay and Lane got close because Rory was at Chilton and then Rory went to Yale. Then there's also Lane loves Mark Twain. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so it's one of those things where like, I think that it would have really pulled Lane in a couple different directions, but it would have stretched her character a lot more because yeah, Yeah. of course Rory is her ride or die, but that's the conflict of it all. So Rory's her ride or die and she did something wrong, but the added layer of doing something wrong to a girl who is now her friend like that is yeah painful i mean it really would have like created like a conflict (laughs) what if i was like is that two days of our lives but like it would have created a lot of like um like layers to it yeah there are a ton of layers to it but i think that had Rory been the one to do it if she was friends with Lindsay, she would have been more of a villain than she already is oh for sure oh totally because Rory's one of those people it's like she she's not entirely like for the girls like I'm not saying that like it's like girl code to not sleep with someone else's husband like that's just like wrong <laughs> in just, general like, being a human yeah but like more so to like have like one of your closest friends friends husband that you sleep with mm-hmm. like who is also your ex-boyfriend that just creates like a level of like Rory Gilmore is like against women mm-hmm. <laughs> so it just like but uh, I do yeah. think that it would still maintain that like it was wrong what she did was wrong no matter which way you spin it no matter yeah. who's friends with who or no matter who dated who but it would it would just add a layer of like real like guttural evil if she slept with <laughs> Lindsay's husband and like was malicious. friends with Lindsay you know what I mean tinkering her fingers against each yeah. other yeah it just would have that would have been like Rory Gilmore is the villain and what yeah. she did was already wrong enough it was it would have just added like a layer to it that I think it would be like there's no turning back yeah so then what if Rory was friends with Lindsay like what if like Lindsay took like I mean I guess that would like be I guess that would be kind of weird on Lindsay's end if her and Rory were friends because Lindsay then got together with Dean after they broke up. Sure. Yeah. So maybe it would be a little bit not a revenge plot, but it would come across that way um, mm-hmm. to like you. I mean, not really like you got together with my ex-boyfriend and then you guys got married and now I'm going to sleep with him. Mm. That would also make her like none of this makes Rory better yeah but that's that, what i'm that saying i think the yeah. worst of it would be her being friends with Lindsay and sleeping with dean like yeah that would just be the worst yeah that would have been the worst for sure i don't know what it is but cowboy boots are magic since they've arrived i've worn my tecovis boots almost every day I have the Annie in Midnight. I know you have the Annie in Bone. I do. But they make me feel so powerful because, of course, it is my dream to be a cowgirl. Yes, I know this about you. But I also (laughs) know you've told me that you wear them while you write your book. I do. I wear them all the time because I also wear them when I get dressed up or when I'm sitting at my dress recording the podcast because they make me feel so bold and brave and like I can do anything no matter how I style them. Tecovis has carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality that you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service with boots for men and women, handmade from the most premium leathers. 
And if you dream of being cowgirls like us, or you're already Western to your core, Tecovis is the perfect brand to start with because they believe in Western for all. They don't only offer their handmade boots, but all sorts of head-to-toe Western staples. Perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, bandanas, and cowboy hats. You name it, and they'll get you outfitted. And if you can't make it into a store, Tecovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. So visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecovis has said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovis.com. Just use the code Gilmore at checkout. That's G-I-L-M-O-R-E. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so they're always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code Gilmore at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tecovis. Only at tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Haley, I feel like most of our followers already know that we don't really drink alcohol, but we do love a fun beverage. Oh, we do. Both of us think a fun beverage and a chill night is the epitome of a good time, especially when that drink is a recess mood, which is a delicious sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens. So you can relax without the alcohol. I drink mine every night while reading, of course. Tara, tell everyone how you enjoy yours. Honestly, I usually drink mine while we're recording the podcast. <laughs> it's my favorite way to enjoy a recess. And all of our besties can get 15% off the Recess Mood Sampler Pack at takearecess.com slash GTS. Recess Mood is made with real fruit and comes in four delicious flavors like strawberry rose and raspberry lemon. But my personal favorite is the grapefruit tangerine. And with only 20 calories and no added sugar, it's the perfect way to chill. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash GTS and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. But, like, that is all to say it would have changed the story drastically, I think. Yeah, because that was, like, that was what we asked a lot of, like, we asked this question on our Instagram mm-hmm. as well of, like, what friendships would have um, altered the plot dramatically, but, like, just, an, like, like not too much, but, like, would have, like, sure. the would've trajectory of it would have... more layers. Yeah. And, another, yeah. and one of them that actually came from a response on our Instagram stories was Rory and Shane being friends. Mm. I just could never Rory see and it. Cotton Candy Shane. I could never see it, but I do think it would be interesting if Lane became friends with Shane. Because I think because that it rhymes. <laughs> yeah. But I also think that like it would have been a lot more innocent on Lane's end because Lane didn't know that Rory had feelings for Jess. Does she not? I don't think she does. Yeah. Because when they're talking and one's got class and the other one dies and she's like, you know what, like what you and Dean have. I want to have what you and Dean have. Totally. And that is when Rory is just kind of like, okay. LOL. Yeah. Uh-huh. You were talking about Dean. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's right. You weren't talking about Jess. Yeah. Lane's just a little clueless in that way. And yeah. because Rory hasn't confided that in her, but totally. um, Lane's not really picking up on it. She's just believing and trusting that Rory is with Dean and that's it. That's the end yeah, of the story. If, so if in if that she conversation, was, she was like, Shane is really great. Like Shane works at the booty store. This yeah. is my friend Shane. And Rory's like, what? Yeah. Who? Mm-hmm. You're friends with whom? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then when she comes to the dance marathon, she came to see her friend Lane and yeah. be there with Jess. Um, I kind of, I'm trying to decide if I would like that or not. I know. I think I just wanted more Shane. I, I know. I love Shane. I know my you cotton do. Candy cotton princess. Candy princess. Um, I also like 
you know, kind of exiting Stars Hollow a little bit, I wish that we had seen maybe Rory develop like an actual friendship with Madeline and Louise. Because yeah. she's only really friends with Madeline and Louise because Paris is specifically like Madeline. Yeah, like Madeline and Rory, I think could have been really good friends. Madeline has I think, brown hair. Yes, yeah, she does. I think Madeline always like wanted to be friends with Rory, but felt like she couldn't <laughs> be. And it's so cute yeah. whenever they have moments together, especially in Hammers and Bales when she's like, "Hi, Madeline. Bye." Bye. <laughs> and there are a lot of moments when she's like, um, "I don't think you guys are talking to me," and she's like, "Oh." Oh, okay. Well, okay, bye. She asks for her biology notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like very happy to see her. I know. Or it's, I, no, it is in Hammers and Veils at the I beginning. Think it's, yeah, yeah. In Hammers and Veils. And like Paris and Louise are like, Madeline. Yeah. It's just so cute. It, it really cracks me up. Um, but also, I think it would be really interesting if Rory had gotten puffed and was friends with Francie. Ooh. It would have made the drama about like Francie. Oh, in season like, three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would have made it real spicy because Rory would have felt like she had some sort of allegiance to Francie, even though she does kind of like concede to all of her asks because yeah. Francie like out, comes out of the woodwork out of nowhere in season three and is like, hey, you're going to do yeah. this thing for me. And Rory's like, okay, why? Yeah. And she's like, because. And Rory's like, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right. Like doesn't even like contest. Um, yeah. But I think it would have made more sense if Rory was in the puffs or just felt some sort of allegiance to Francie because they were friends. Mm, I think yeah. it would have made things a little spicier. I think so. I think I think that the thing about Rory and Chilton is she doesn't have a lot of allegiance to anyone. Like, there's no... Mm. She doesn't develop any sense of loyalty to anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, very much herself. Um, <laughs> to anyone <laughs> yeah like it's unless it's like her boyfriend uh yeah. her elaine her mom mm-hmm. um rory doesn't really develop any sort of like um anything with anyone um so i think that it would have been interesting to have her have some sort of like stronger pull towards anyone <laughs> yeah you know what else this just came to me um Tell as me. we were sitting here thinking of it it would have been really interesting if Rory and April got close. Ooh. Specifically you... while everything was going down between Luke and Lorelai, or even after the fact. So like in six, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. duh. April doesn't come in after that, Haley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I think that it would have been an added layer to Lorelai being like, she's close with my daughter. Oh, do you think Luke would have let that? Well, I wonder if he would have felt more comfortable with that than Lorelai. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like what he's letting do? Rory they... do it because he's like, of course you're about to be my stepdaughter and you've basically been like a daughter to me this whole time. So of course. And then like, and she has smart. such a roadblock <laughs> with, with Lorelai. Yeah. I think that like, like, that's one of those, like, theoreticals that I like to think about, but then, like, the actuality, the reality mm. of putting it in season six of, like, where that unfolds in Rory's storyline for her to, like, end up at the diner, grow close to April. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, of course. Like, it's of one of those course. ones that I'm, like, I don't think it would have enhanced the storyline. I think it would have made the Luke and Lorelai conflict interesting. Mm. Like, why can she talk to Rory? Because Rory's smart. Rory goes to Yale. Mm-hmm. Rory tutored Jess. That ended poorly. Mm-hmm. Like, but like April's really, you know, science minded, but Rory's not 
stupid. So like maybe she is helping her with some like literature stuff that she's maybe not as strong at as she is with science. Like there's like an easy road for that to like occur. And mm -hmm. wait, doesn't Rory... No, Rory does meet April. Oh, yeah. There is a little bit of a conflict with that because when she goes to Philly. Yes. And she's like, huh? That's what I'm saying is that like Lorelai was a little bit like, what? Oh, yeah. Over her just meeting April. Imagine if she was friends with April, like had a relationship with April. Yeah. Friends is maybe the wrong word. Friendly. But just had a relationship with her. Yeah. That's that's more over Mm. what I mean. But on the topic of Lorelai and Luke... I, I think a bunch of people did put this in the responses. I only skimmed through them. Lorelai and Rachel being actual friends outside of just the brief friendship yeah. that we got from them in season one. Or Suki and Rachel being friends. That's what I totally could believe is because she knows so much about Rachel in Contra Interruptus mm-hmm. and like is filling her in on all of these things mm. that like. I could totally see Sugi and Rachel being friends. Me um, too. Like, like I could have totally seen like Lorelai coming into the kitchen and like Rachel and Suki are like laughing over coffee in the kitchen. I could totally see that. I kind of like that in the sense of like it feels like Rachel is fitting into all of the places that Lorelai exists with like an ease that Lorelai doesn't have because she comes in with Luke and immediately Luke is drawn to her because they have a past and like yeah. they're start up a relationship she's in Suki's kitchen and they're pals and she sees this and it's like almost like the Lorelai before Lorelai yeah that would have that would have been interesting right especially if like we talked about where Rachel comes back and she has a baby um I don't think that that would have made as much sense for her to like run off and not tell Luke about it for Um, sure but ooh, that would that would have made season one admittedly that would have made season one more interesting I agree, because season one was still, like, kind of trying to find its footing. Need a little peppering of spice. But there's just way too much going on in Lorelai's storyline. I know, it's Max a little all Chris over the place. and Luke, and then Rachel, and then <laughs> Suki, and then also her daughter Rory and her parents. It's yeah, like, there's a lot lane, babes. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, but on the topic of Lorelai again, and her relationship with Luke, something we've talked about on the pod before is that it would be really interesting to see like a stars hollow prequel of like luke's life and his life at the hardware store with his dad and like starting the diner and like young liz because we deduce based on jess's age and like luke's age approximately that like jess was born in stars hollow he like yeah liz was also a young mom it would have been really interesting if lorelei and liz had history like in Stars Hollow being young moms together. Yeah. So that <gasps> Oh, does Liz that mean that Jess and Rory met as babies? Wouldn't that be cool? Mm. That'd be cute. That would have that'd be like a, like a really good enemies to lovers. Like our moms were friends, then like mm. we we held hands as babies. And then like Jess comes in and like, hey, what's going on? Mm. I don't know. Mm. I know. It'd be a really lot interesting. From that. Um I kind of like the idea of maybe um Liz not quite having Jess I mean Jess is Rory's age so it wouldn't make any sense at all but like Liz and Lorelai becoming friends or maybe like it doesn't matter if Jess is there or not as a baby but like when Lorelai does end up hating Jess Mm. she's like I know your mom and oh yeah I don't know if it's like would endear 
her to him or not, given like the flaky nature of Liz. Like maybe Liz did something to Lorelai. Yeah. When she left, I don't know. And like maybe she has a grudge against Liz. But like mm. Liz doesn't seem like the type that I don't know. She seems no. she seems harmless. Only she harmful does. to herself. She does. And her son. But I'm just envisioning this scene, like even if they weren't friends, but just like crossed paths. Like yeah. as Liz is leaving Stars Hollow. Lorelai's entering Stars Hollow and like they mm. pass each other on the street and they're like, oh my God, we both have babies. And like Rory and Jess are just <laughs> That's looking how moms at each other talk as to each other. <laughs> Mothers go, oh my God, you also, you have, also one. have a baby. Me too. How yeah, funny. maybe returning it, but what a um, weird coincidence. We'll <laughs> yeah, I, I just like can picture that. Oh, so funny. Anyway, yeah. I just think it would have been, it would be really interesting to see how that would play out. Again, even if they weren't like good, good friends, but just kind of like knew each yeah. other and didn't know their connection to Luke yeah. and what that would mean later on in their lives. On that note, a similar one to Lorelai having a friend. Um, this is someone that one of our besties submitted on Instagram is what if Emily and Lorelai had had like more like they were never going to have like a mother daughter relationship like Lori, Lori. I'm just mixing all my names today. <laughs> Lorelai and Rory. Um like in general, like in how yeah. they're like more like best friends and mother and daughter. But like what if Emily and Lorelai had been friends and had had like a closeness to them mm. different than their like very strict mother daughter that changed because Lorelai got pregnant. Mm. It was almost like the shift in their relationship was what caused Lorelai to leave because wow. like maybe she was a little more doting than she originally was. Mm in the show like maybe she had like a she could confide in her a little bit more but not too much because she still had that like rowdy teenagerness about her that like ended up she was with Chris she got pregnant and from that Richard and Emily were like fuck no mm. like this is how we're gonna handle this now you're having this baby this is how this is gonna unfold yeah and Lorelai was like, like clearly the friendship parenting didn't work so now we have to get strict with you kind yeah. of thing Ooh, yeah very interesting I've never thought of that and how that would have affected Ooh, it I was yeah. like that would have that would have made for some like really interesting conflicts later mm. of like even like there's the rub of like we were friends once what happened mm -hmm. like you had a baby and then everything changed and wow you were 16 or like all of the conflicts of like why can't you love me like you used to like before Ooh. Rory came about so Dang. it's like I feel like that would have been really good yeah. because like the thing about these is like it's not changing too much of the story but it's just adding something to yeah, it it's like adding like, some flavor yeah I for feel like sure. that one really would have um been a number something that would have definitely changed the story and added a lot of different layers is if emily and mia were friends Ooh, and like lorelei ran away to her because she knew her yep and mia Ooh. took her in instead of sending her home oh that would have been that would have been intense no i know and on that note a lot of people would have loved to see a friendship develop between emily and mrs kim or even lorelei and mrs kim i kind of like lorelei and mrs kim's friendship yeah i said that agree that it is yeah it's always gonna like have boundaries to it because they don't agree on a lot of things yeah but the way we watch that play out is actually kind of cool uh someone also wrote in emily and tricks if emily and tricks were friends <laughs> I don't know. I I love. Oh, I that love the drama between the two Emily of them. that much because it's such a it's such a contrast to the relationships, the mother daughter relationships that we see. Like yeah, in in 
a way that like we've already seen like strict and contentious mother-daughter relationships but this is on like a whole different level (laughs) oh yeah yeah because we don't get emily's mom but like so many people submitted emily's emily and someone else um most notably in the box i know exactly what you're gonna say emily and someone they just wanted emily to have a friend oh no my most notable one was emily and penelin lot yeah that one shook me because i was like yes i think that i think it would have made the story less um less silly because like when she's telling them and um let the games begin and she's like the hell on bottom carter of the society set because she basically stole richard yeah. from penlin lot she showed up in that blue dress which is like the prequel of our dreams oh, to get like see. you yeah. know her at smith him at yale sneaking in going mm. up to that frat party like mm-hmm. proposing to her by the trash can oh yeah richard taking girls to doing the step back step back and sigh yeah um oh would have loved that but if penelin was emily's friend when she did that like i know that would have been bad it would have been very rory Lindsay, yeah of like emily started dating him married him and then penelin was like great well i'm going to have lunch with him every day for the rest of your life (laughs) oh that i forgot about that part because that would have made it oh yeah but i mean it just would have made it feel like a deeper betrayal than it already was. Yeah, it would have made it messy, messy, messy. It also would have made Trick's letter to Richard that she should have been with, or that he should have been with Penelin Lot, oh, that much harder. Because she was like, she was my friend. But at the same time, you were her friend and you stole her totally. fiance. They were engaged. Mm, but uh, I but I just, like, with distance, that's why, that's, like, when I compared Richard to Logan, with distance, you, like, appreciate, like, Richard, like, you know, like, kind of being a little bit of, like, uh, what did he call himself, a Lothario. So it's just, like, um, you with the distance, you appreciate it. With the distance, you, like, see, like, how long they've been together and how much you love that. And so you're, yeah. like, ah, it all worked out for the best. So mm. if, like, we had Rory and Lo- Lorelai, I guess Rory. I'm like mixing up every single name today. If we had Rory and Logan's story from like 40 years from now, people would probably like Logan a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, admittedly, a lot of people ended up liking Richard less when I pointed that out. I know. Um, <laughs> so spicy. But, but yeah, so I just think that it ultimately would have just drawn out the mess mm. because it's like the tricks letter, the pen and lot lunches, like being her friend would have just made it so mm. juicy. Yeah, totally. But, but I like a, the way that it kind way. of yeah. played out. Yeah. So kind of on that note, I have a question for you that I didn't prepare you for whatsoever. <gasps> oh, I love these. I, I usually know. do them to you. I know. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Gossip Girl recently. Like I've been love on a Gossip, Gossip Girl, Girl binge. Oh, yeah. I love the show so much. And like what's interesting about these storylines that we've been discussing, like the what could have been's, mm-hmm. it does sound very Gossip Girl. It's like, these are the storylines you would have seen in Gossip oh, Girl yeah. where like some like girl was friends storylines happen in one it, season. Exactly. And like was dating this guy, then was friends with this one who was dating yeah. this guy and then cheated yeah. and Your whatever. sister. Exactly. the club and he kissed her. Yes. But to that end, like, I feel like these characters are always like, met with conflict where someone from their past is like conspiring against them like, like they you know? all turn around and someone's standing in the doorway yes like, 
<laughs> and like, you know, someone's on like a character who we just meet is now on the phone with someone who like has been building this plan against, you know, yeah. Rory Gilmore for as long as someone suddenly has an accent that they didn't have before. Exa- exactly. <laughs> so if this was like the world of Gilmore Girls with this kind of storyline. Oh, well. Are there any women that we've talked about over the last two episodes that you think would like conspire with Gossip one Girl? of them? Ch- no, no, or, no, no, no. Oh, just in, in the, the style Gilmore of universe. Gossip Girl. In the style of Gossip Girl. Like two oh women God. who we've talked about <laughs> who would have conspired with each other to really like take revenge on a Gilmore Girl. Oh my God. Revenge against a Gilmore Girl. Revenge of the Gilmore Girls. Revenge of a Gilmore Girl or just to kind of like conspire to like shake things up a little bit. Because I have some, but I'm I'm curious what yours oh, are. Mm. I immediately want Lindsay to conspire with someone. Nicole. Like. How would Lindsay conspire with Nicole? I feel like Nicole would like... Like legally, she could help her. (laughs) No, I just mean that like Lindsay and Nicole, I feel would both have it out for Rory and Lorelai. Like, I know Nicole's intent. Yeah. I know Nicole Nicole cheated. Cheated on Luke. I think Lindsay would learn that and be like, what? That's true. But Uh, how juicy would that be if like Nicole approached Lindsay and was like, we don't like these women. (laughs) And then, like, part of their conflict is that then Lindsay finds out that Nicole cheated on Luke, and she's like, yeah. "Hey, she's like, we don't, we're not invested in the same thing here." No, but I also think that Lindsay and Francie would have been an interesting mm. conspiring duo. This is starting to feel like the Valentine's Day event when I was like pulling together <laughs> all of mine um, because like Francie was on there, Lindsay was also on there, and like they could like scheme to death. Like scheme if we're scheme and dream. It's almost like you put together Gilmore Girls and I put together Gossip Girl. Yeah, it's true. All of the people could like scheme to death. Like Blair Waldorf fit perfectly into the into that group of mine. Yeah, no, you totally did. And two other people (laughs) who were on there that I think would have worked together. Honor. Oh no, that's oh I was going to say that, but who? Emily and Anna Nardini. (gasps) Oh wait, no, I see that one totally. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. Admittedly, I changed my mind. I don't see it. Um, <laughs> sorry. That was fast. Um, it's because of where Emily gets to in season six where she... Oh, of like, course. No, at this point like, she wants Lorelai and Luke to be together. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I think had Anna Nardini happened a season earlier, mm-hmm. I could totally see her because they learn about it like at the dinner about... Um, Luke's child and or they they talk about knowing about April um Mm. Emily and Richard do um but I think had that happened a season prior they would have schemed oh I can see it now right um and Emily maliciously not caring about Anna at all in the same way that she didn't really care about Chris she was like you just need to be with my daughter I don't care how this happens for you just like make it happen like you're kind of I kind of feel like she read him for filth. Like, you're kind of boring, but, like, we're going to make this happen. Um, <laughs> you're kind of boring, but I need you. Okay, come on. Yeah, because, like, I feel like Emily is the closest to making, like, a Gossip Girl scheme happen. I know. Well, but Girls. Francie, too. And you know who else I think would do something a little devious? And I think it's because the actress, I could see her doing this, and she was in Gossip Girl, is the actress who played Sherry. Like, Sherry's character. She, she was in Gossip Girl? I thought yeah. she was in Riverdale. She is. Oh, she's also on Gossip Girl? She was on Gossip Girl, yeah. Um, I I only know this because I've been watching it so recently. But Sherry and I think, like, Lindsay or Sherry and Nicole, 
like yeah that so they're like thing. doing like a like bart bass died but not really is not dead if you haven't watched gossip girl this is really spoiling but that show came I know. out a long time i still haven't ago. gotten to that part yet but i'm about to get to that part yeah and i know i know it's coming because i've seen the show so it's like really devious to like connect these two people who like you wouldn't expect them to be connected but i feel like they're mm-hmm. connected on feeling betrayed by the Gilmore Girls are maybe not necessarily betrayed. I'm like thinking of Lindsay. And I think if Sherry found out that like Chris and Lorelai slept together yeah, while they were quote unquote together, we're not sure. Yeah. I don't know. Taking a break. Mm, I don't know. I do think, I think that they could scheme for the better. I think some of the schemes end up trying, someone's trying to help themselves and it yeah. goes awry. I think that maybe Honor could have come to Rory and schemed for Logan. Mm. like schemed on behalf of Logan because Logan's like, I don't know what to do. And she's like, I got this. Mm. I started this mess. I should um, fix it. Um, Yeah. She truly did. She was like the bridesmaids event, event, (laughs) the wedding. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what a wedding's called. It's called the bridesmaid event. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Obama's parade tour. (laughs) I have a podcast. I talk professionally. She does. Um, (laughs) But then in, like, in, um, but I'm a Gilmore, when she shows up and, like, brings her to dinner and, like, thus her entire life falls apart because of Honor, um, I feel like maybe Honor and Logan would have um, had a little um, schemey moment to get Rory back. Yeah, they maybe. definitely could have. They definitely could have. Because, like, one of the friends, speaking of, like, the friends that people submitted that, like, could have changed the show is um, Lorelai and Honor being friends. Like, if Honor was, like, significantly older than Logan, um, that, like, maybe they would have, like, crossed paths as, like, hmm. when Lorelai was a part of the um, society set, if you will. Yeah, And, like, how that would have played out. That was one of, like, the... The ones that I was, like, less sure about. Yeah, the age gap there, I think, is a little too wide. But if they had, like, you know, made Honor a little bit older, if there was a significant age gap between Logan and Honor, perhaps. Because there's not a significant age gap between Rory and Lorelai. No, but it's 16 years, so you figure that if Honor is, say, five years older than Rory, then there's only, there's 11 years still between Lorelai and Honor. She would have to be, because, like, Logan's a couple years older than Rory a year or two yeah you yeah. don't really know but yeah you'd have to cut him open and find out yeah we'd have to rings. count the rings exactly oh the only other one is if Madeline Louise had stayed longer oh yeah 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 a lot of people wish that we could have seen them through their college years yeah um, if they would have been like Rory's pals like at a nearby school or like dropped out of school and like been mm. more present in what they were doing or yeah shown up in season six when Rory was kind of just like flitting around and you know became friends with Colin and Finn like Mm. I feel like there's ways that like we could have like incorporated them yeah yeah for sure fleshed out Rory's world so that it wasn't so male I know male dominated definitely but all of this is to say I mean we're very happy with the way that it played out I just love to play these games you know kind of concocting these alternate realities that yeah. could have been um that's what we're here to do yeah and the reason that we you know kind of started on this topic is because we've been noticing you know the way that their friendships evolve through our patreon rewatch and we're actually about to get to our season two finale which means 
our next episode is going to be our season two in review, which will be a lot like our last one where we'll have like a, we'll like rank a lot of our favorite things that happened in it. Cause there's so, there's so much that happened this season. It's Tara's favorite season. You know it. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of, I wonder how much we'll disagree. I was about Ooh. to say there's going to be a lot of disagreeing, but I don't know. Like, well, we judging from where we came we've come up with from. some season two predictions, right? Yeah. So I think that we're going to I don't remember kind of, what they are. I don't I'm either. Have to but go we're going to check episode. in and, and see what they yeah. were. Um, we'll we're going to review what the coffee, coffee count. Mm-hmm. Is it high? Is it low? Our Patreon besties know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think there is much to discuss, and we'll have more to say on that next episode. If you want more Gilmore to say, join us on Patreon for a spoiler-full recap podcast, Gilmore Revisited, where you can access weekly episodes, monthly merch discounts, and a community page of your fellow Gilmore-obsessed besties. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Gilmore to Say Podcast, where you can find links to our Patreon and merch and stay up to date with all things Gilmore to Say. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers... Hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.